Get ready today to have a party with God. Does it surprise you to know that God loves a good party? It's something that he does all the time. And he invites his angels into it. He invites us into it. We get to spend eternity in a party. Is that crazy to you? Did you grow up thinking that God was stodgy and holier and, and maybe stern or angry? Well, get ready in John 15 to see a fresh take on the heart of God towards those who are lost. One of the phrases that's repeated in this chapter is, there will be rejoicing in heaven. There is rejoicing in the presence of angels. And then in the final parable or story, we had to celebrate and be glad. I love that we serve a God who celebrates and invites us to celebrate as well. And what a wonder to know that when we say yes to Jesus, he celebrates over us better than any birthday party we've ever experienced in our lives. He celebrates. I hope that encourages you today as you get ready to dive into Luke 15. So Luke 15 has three parables. Parables were stories with um, meanings that were supposed to help people understand and unpack the character traits of God. Um, often used, Jesus often used parables to describe the kingdom of God so that we would understand it better. And it just is a beautiful sort of teaching tool that Jesus would use, taking examples and stories and illustrations from life that, that the listeners could relate to. And these are really rich. You can take them at face value. You can take them and think about character of God. You can take them and think about your own actions. You, there have been, I don't even know how many hours spent unpacking these three particular parables over the years. And I would say if the parable of the lost son is one that really, really speaks to your heart, I would highly recommend the book, Return, The Return of the Prodigal Son by Henry Nowen. It is an incredible unpacking of this parable. So there's a lot that you can hold on to, or you can just simply revel in the story, whichever parable you choose to lean in on. And I'll say this again at the scripture and observation section, take some time to put yourself in one of the roles in those stories and see how that changes your perspective on what it's like for you. So let's ask the Lord to teach us. Show us your ways, Lord. Teach us your paths. Guide us in your truths and teach us. You are God, our Savior. Our hope is in you all day long. We're leaning in to learn from you, Jesus. Amen. Hey, have you memorized that verse yet? We've been repeating it every single day together. I hope it's one that starts to resonate in your heart. And when you start thinking about praying, maybe those are the first words that come to your lips. Just a fun aside, the more we spend with a word from God, the more implanted it gets in our hearts. So enjoy reading the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the lost son, asking God, what is the one verse that you want me to hold on to out of these particular stories that you have given us? And then come back and we'll talk about S. So I would love to invite you to, uh, in your S and O and A sections, you can do this in the traditional format that we've been doing for the last week and a half together, or 
you could try something that's called Lectio Divina. This is an um, ancient practice of basically allowing the Word of God to become a prayer. And if you came to this last session of Activate Your Faith, the group, then you got to experience some Lectio Divina together. But here's what it is. It's a slow reading of scripture three times in a row. The first time you read the passage just to absorb it and observe it. The second time you listen for a word or phrase. And in that, you insert yourself into the story. You choose a character. Um, for example, if you were to do this with the lost sheep, you could, you could be a sheep. You could be the tax collector and sinner that's sitting around listening. You could be um, the neighbor or the friend. So you pick a person and you kind of give yourself that, that internal view and ask for a word. And then the final thing that you ask for when you read it the third time is an invitation. God, what are you inviting me to as a response to this? But you read very slowly out loud and then you give yourself hmm, 60 seconds, one to two minutes of a pause to just sit with the Lord before you read it again. Just an idea on how to unpack this particular section. If you go with the traditional soap method, jot down that verse and come back and we'll talk about O. So for observation, what is it you learn about Jesus? What is it you learn about yourself? What is it you learn about heaven in the verse or the story that's surrounding the verse that you chose for today. Jot down some observations. What do you learn about Jesus, yourself, and heaven in the verse that you jotted down? For application, you know, this is not a passage that calls for a specific kind of action other than for us to have the heart of God towards the lost. That would be a very clear action. But it does call for perhaps a change in perspective. So ask the Lord, is there a change in perspective that I need to have about myself, about you, about maybe the lost people around me? What would that perspective shift look like? Is there a statement that you could write that describes that perspective shift that you could then maybe return to throughout the day pause and remind yourself, this is the perspective that I want to hold on to as a result of listening to and reading these passages today. Make a note of that and then come back for prayer. So in this particular chapter, we get to see that Jesus and, and God and the angels celebrate. They have a feast, they celebrate, they rejoice over one sinner who repents. And so you might choose today to let your prayer be a celebration prayer. What would be some words that could reflect how grateful you are for God celebrating over you, for God finding you? A prayer of gratitude and an invitation to celebrate the same way that he does. Enjoy that time of prayer with the Lord and then I will um, join you in prayer. Let's pray together. God, thank you that you are a God of joy. You're a God of celebration. You're a God of gladness. You're a God who pursues the lost, even at the, at the expense of everything else in your life. You pursue the lost. And so you have pursued us, and we are incredibly grateful to know that we have a God who will 
chase after us, who will find us, who will embrace us even when we have run from you. You embrace us when we turn to you. Lord, thank you that you're also with us when we struggle with judging. Uh, at the beginning and at the end of this chapter, there are people who are struggling with judging. And whether it's the tax collector or the Pharisees or the older brother, God, show us how we can let go of judgment and embrace your attitude towards ourselves and towards the people around us. Thank you for stories that they stick with us and help us understand more about you. We love you, Lord. And yeah, just give us a taste of your celebration today. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow.